aficionados. This is U.S. Comics Cast, HQ for all things comic book connected. We are John and Charlie Rivera, the co-founders of U.S. Comics. Charlie, here is a very close-up happy comic book day. And happy comic book day to you and to everybody listening and watching today. As always, we are brought to you by Bad Mary Ben and Sergeant Finesse Gaming. If you haven't done so already, please smash that like and or follow button and hit that comment section like a Snyderverse actor hitting that unemployment line. Oh. I'm throwing shade out the gate. Yeah, you know, Technical difficulties, be damned! They deserve it. So uh, if we look a little bit different, I am coming to you from a slightly adjusted uh, point of view. So feel free to jump in the chat. Uh, let us know how goofy I look at or sound at any given moment. And I'll just go away. I got other stuff to be doing. Um, but Charlie, uh, indeed, rightfully threw some shade to those veterans of the Snyderverse Wars um, largely the wars were with us, uh, specifically the Rivera brothers, but Charlie, it's, a uh, it's a new day, man. It is a new day because, uh, going online as I am apt to do my man, the leader of my current army to which I am, uh, enrolled fucking James Gunn himself. He came through and he laid down the battle plan, son. The DC direction, a.k.a. Gods and Monsters, Charlie. <sighs> when James Gunn came and flopped it out in the middle of a second date, how did you feel, kid? How did you feel? When James Gunn is on deck, we salute! Because he said goodbye and goodnight. Mwah! Bang! He came out swinging here is a couple of facts. First and first mostly, for our beautiful Facebook comment section saying I look like Steven Seagal today. Young Steven Seagal <laughs> or old crazy Steven Seagal, uh, please lie um, to me and tell me it is the former, not the I latter. I hope that uh, Leguizamo doesn't get a hold of this because he is not going to like you today. And that might break your little baby heart. Yeah, I, I, I don't want to know that either. Uh, secondly, John does, in fact, sound a little bit echoey. He's coming to us by a brand new sponsor, his cell phone. So that you are going to hear a slight, slight echo. Let us You're know if welcome. it gets uh, too crazy. I'll do what I can on my end. Third, John, I have lived for 37 years, and I've seen a thing happen over and over again, and that's my bubbling baby older brother have ideas plucked from his lips however i am proud to say that i do not feel robbed i feel like i spoke for the people and finally the man i will look up to like my lord and savior kal-el himself james gunn said that other shit can stick around we're gonna consider those elseworlds movies i my pants tore off my body because my <laughs> schwanz rocketed them to space do you like the it, Joker? It, it ah, was, it was God the bless. It was the equivalent of seeing a toy that you own show up on like a commercial or Heavens the Murgatroyd on the actual show to which you are watching at that given moment. Charlie, when he was ripping off this list 
Um, it, it was the equivalent of like kicking in the door to the Federal Reserve, taking everybody hostage and saying, here is my list of demands. Um, Charlie Superman. Let's just, uh, you know, why don't we do this for the good people? If anyone out there uh, in the comic book community has not already poured over this list, chatted over the proverbial internet water cooler, I don't believe you. I'm doubting your sincerity, but we'll do it here just for fun. For fun. Charlie, I'll do the movies. You throw the TV shows to the good people. Oh, on the movie go slate, for chat? On the movie slate, uh, no, no, we'll just run through one at a time. I'll, I'll do the movies. Superman Legacy, Woo! The Brave and the Bold. For anyone who is not uh, currently aware, that is a reference to Batman and his biological little son of a bitch son. And I do mean that literally and figuratively. Damien himself. Uh, Batman and Damien together again. Swamp Thing. Motherfucking Swamp Thing. What is up? Uh, the Authority, which was a little bit of a surprise. Anyone who doesn't know The Authority, go ahead and rewatch this last episode of The Last of Us. And you are going to catch just a taste. Just a taste of what that authority is all about. Um kind of sort of half kidding um but also as well as supergirl woman of tomorrow which is based on a dynamite dynamite comic series definitely check that out charlie kick them off with the tv shows would you oh well ripping its way out of the snyderverse and dumping itself firmly into the new dc cinematic landscape is waller uh everyone's favorite pissed off aunt uh, is coming lock, stock, and smoking barrel to HBO Max for a limited series. Um, absolutely can't wait. Um, Lanterns is finally going to happen. Never have I been so grateful for delay after delay. HBO Max has been trying to make uh, a Lantern series happen, and it took a gun to get it through sarah our good friend sarah host of an amazing podcast host of amazing stream make sure you drop those links in the comment section sarah uh screaming out motherfucking swamp think it's another bite at the apple back to the show side i couldn't be more fucking excited for creature commandos I didn't realize I was getting all the holidays this year and you were going to give me an animated series. You got Weasel. You got Sergeant Robot. I, my cup runneth over for this weirdness. John, were you worried that the Trinity wouldn't be represented? We're going back to Themyscira for what has been described as Game of Thrones in Wonder Woman's world. Are you? Where is my dick? Because it got jacked. And if I couldn't ask for more. Your tiny pine just packed up his little suitcase. I'm he just said, you know, this is so too much. full. I cannot get over how much Charlie's going to have me in a stranglehold over this series. I'm leaving. I am leaving town. He wrote John, me a goodbye note. If I couldn't possibly <laughs> ask for more, James Gunn pulled the sheets down and said we're going for one more. Booster! Motherfucking gold, booster gold. Last seen in live action in the uh, the channels of uh, of Smallville episodes. It was fine, I guess. We Nobody are getting James Gunn overseeing booster gold. 
Holy shit, over on YouTube, Cousin Paul is moist at the news of Lanterns. Oh. Uh, big Paul, shout out again to our friend Sarah, Peaches and Honey Podcast. Whoa, it's Sarah on Twitch. I'm desperate to hear what they think about this lineup. Alice over on Facebook saying you can't wait for these shows to go into production. And then all of them being thrown in a vault for a tax write-off. That is cold-blooded, Ellis. How very dare you. John, oh, where hi. do we even start with excitement I, on this? I, I know exactly where to start. What's the, the, the most interesting to me, Charlie, as I was ripping through this list, just like everybody else, and kudos to Charlie, he got it to me first. Um, he's the one that really lit that flame. Um, honestly, and I don't know if it's a pessimistic nature if it's worry on my part or if I just kind of have that, like, ancient aliens uh, uh, mentality that I can't shake off, there were certain things where I was trying to mentally piece together. It's very interesting because on one hand, he deliberately is snuffing out any hope of the Snyderverse, and rightfully so. I think we've made my opinions on that very clear, but not really. Not really. Now, in an granted, interesting direction. But but what he has said, you know, he has said himself was, there are these projects coming up. Uh, Shazam, the Grave and the uh, Shazam, Brave and the Shazam, uh, Fury of the Gods. Um, Freaking, uh, uh, um, what do we got? We've got Aquaman. We also have Blue Beetle and The Flash coming up. Now, everyone knows, if you have ever read a comic book, Flash has the ability to just Run you into a new reality whenever you damn well please. Fuck up time. So you know Left what? Left and right. In, in this case, the Flash is exactly who we need. So the yeah. Flash is going to transition us. James Gunn pretty much said it already. Look, what happens in Aquaman is going to, in essence, lead to what happens in the Flash, and the Flash is resetting the whole Sheboygan, which I absolutely love. He's throwing out curveballs right and left. The internet is going crazy. Maybe we're going to transition James uh, uh, fucking uh, Momoa, Jason Momoa from Aquaman into Lobo. Yet another one of my desperate pleads for many, many years at this point. How are they going to do it? I have no freaking idea. Now, however, Blue Beetle clearly is going to occur after the events of The Flash. So maybe Blue Beetle, uh, not so much even Superman Legacy, is really going to be our first glimpse into this new reality. Um, but I, I don't know. My question to you is this right off the bat, Charlie. If we're keeping Waller, if we're keeping even, uh, you know, the freaking uh, creature commandos, in essence, I mean, we had this conversation before. Peacemaker is, for lack of a better term, a Snyderverse holdover. I yeah. mean, what, what would you even call it? How, how is that well, going to work? Here's the beauty. He was non-committal on a lot of stuff, right? Okay. He said, don't worry, man. We got Matt Reeves' Batman, the Joker. Those are Elseworld stories. Flash is going to bring our new universe into existence. Aquaman is coming out. He, there was no commitment to whether or not Blue Beetle, Aquaman, uh, were, are these before whatever happens in Flashpoint, are they going to be relabeled as Elseworlds? Well, if said, it is... He specifically said Aquaman's events would lead to the Flash 
flick. And what happens in the flash, as we know, will be the reset, will be the reboot, as it so, were. So what but I Blue think Beatles release date is after. Yeah, flash. but you could easily you could you could easily throw in uh what it sounds like to me is it sounds like whatever happens in Blue Beetle doesn't affect the outside world. Those were early rumblings. But if they get to a point where that film doesn't fit in with the plan, John, luckily we have a brand new intro, DC Elseworlds. Enjoy, Blue Beetle. Go make a billion dollars. We'll make 50 of you. Spider-Man has been half in, half out of the Marvel Cinematic Universe for years now. Let's not pretend that's an easy transition. Let's not pretend they didn't try to steal Vulture. What James Gunn as co-CEO has done, right, is he's built himself a get-out-of-jail-free card. They could turn around, and if it wasn't on that that list of TV shows and movies, they could say, like, nah, that was always going to be Elseworlds. We were just kidding. It ain't folding. Even Flashpoint don't fucking count. They have put themselves in such a win-win position because what they're saying is, did are you, hey, Dwayne Johnson, we know you loved Black Adam. There's hope, maybe. You can have some shit later. Let's see what happens, buddy. Don't be mad now. Give us your money now for this new shit. We'll see you in 2025. For me, this all felt like a declaration, right? For 2025, we're going to see some shit over the next July couple of years. We're going to see 11, stuff. July 11, 2025, I know where I'm going to be. I yeah, know where stuck Charlie in- Boy is going to be. We're going to be under a blanket, holding hands at the theater, as it's supposed to happen. Dude, I am so freaking excited. Now, granted, we've already established ourselves as huge uh, big blue Boy Scout marks. My man in the red uh, underpants cannot do any wrong as far as I'm concerned. But I, I did want to ask you this, Charlie. Um, so so I didn't take umbrage with it. I was kind of scratching my head. Um, how are you going to make these seemingly disconnected tendrils connect and make sense um, but obviously, again, they're not paying me. Stugats, not one penny. They're paying James Gunn and company that. So I will leave this to their efforts. But I do want to ask you this. Obviously, again, the number one is always going to be Superman for us, regardless. I mean, they could be Superman over a U.S. No, that not a U.S. comic. comic. That's got to come first. But um, with anything DC-related, naturally, Superman, in our book, the Brothers Rivera, always going to come first. But beyond Superman, Beyond, uh, um, beyond that all-star story that we're very much looking forward to, what really tickled your pickle the most out of James Gunn announcements? I wish I had a less boring answer. We're used to it. I, I wish I didn't spend the better part of 20 years shit-talking the Bat family because Batman's going to have friends. Batman... It's so gonna be there's gonna be a couple facts for the first time in a long time for the first time ever. We are gonna get a confirmation of kill that Batman got laid. So hopefully this Batman doesn't kill people, but he kills the box because he put a baby in her. Right? We're getting Talia Al Ghul, which means we get another bite at the Al Ghul family, right? So I didn't love it when Liam Neeson heavy breathed over every goddamn line we're getting damian wayne now mind you one of my least favorite robins however 
you combine that with like a happier Batman, because that comic, that a brilliant comic, Brave where Damian Wayans was birthed. Damian Wayans was finally the reflection in the swimming pool that made fa- fun of Batman's bullshit. Little Damian being like, I like a sword and to kill, and I'm a little murderer. And Batman being like, shut the fuck up. murdering little problem child. Charlie, whether he's your favorite uh, or least favorite Robin notwithstanding, I I think you're honestly going to have to have a hard time admitting he's the most interesting Robin. For whatever the reason. Look, Joker's dream is jumping in. Who would know better? Then Joker himself, Joker stream obviously coming to us. That's a uh, Robin the, killing motherfucker, motherfucker. You can't trust him. John, what <laughs> I'm excited, though, is if Damien exists, yeah. what it seems like is where, at least for Batman Brave and the Bold, it seems very much like we might be living in a world where there has already been a couple Robins. And I know, generally speaking, for sure. For sure. I know that's yeah. some shit that normally you would hate. However, in this world where Batman has always been kept um, on the outside of everything, even in fucking Justice League, they were like, but he's in charge. But he doesn't, he's never happy. Look at what he let his mansion fall to shit. I want the big coin. I want the giant fucking penny. I want the T Rex. Yeah, I you're want getting, seven Batmobiles. You're getting an established Batman, which honestly, in my opinion, we have seen uh, origins for so many of these characters literally and figuratively done to death at this point give us these established characters why so that you don't have to waste half of your flick explaining away stuff that we and most everyone already knows but i do want to throw out something that you might know charlie um we we have prior referred to the leafy menace himself the man from the swamp and everybody that i know that knows comics is crazy, crazy excited. Now, granted, now, granted, this is one of those circumstances where Marvel and DC cannot help but butt heads. Like, for for, for years and years, decades, uh, at this point, we have gotten n- um, um, no characters with the last name Thing in the big, uh, in the big view worlds. Now we've gotten two within, like, a matter of weeks. We've got Man Thing and we've got Swamp Thing. We'll go ahead. We're going to have probably a dedicated episode for the differences between the two. But, Charlie, were you aware? Were you aware that Swamp Thing already has a damn director? That's right. I was James not. James Mangold. James wow. Mangold himself. He kicked, in, uh, he kicked in the door over DC and said, I love him. Give him to me. Give him to me now. Uh, if you guys don't know James Mangold, he directed Logan. He directed The Wolverine. He directed the upcoming Dial of Destiny from a man, Indy Jones. Um, Dr. Jones, if you're nasty. I got to tell you the truth, man. I'm super duper excited about that. Of the, the laundry list of characters that he ripped off, he said a lot of very interesting things to me. Beyond that, what he said, Charlie, was we are going to have these actors slip in and out of projects when they be live action. Whether they be animated, whether they be video games, video games. Can you imagine, Charlie? You yes. turn on the box and you're listening to the same cats and kittens that play these beloved characters on the screen. So exciting, man. So I, exciting. Even more than any of that, as time dwindles down, even more than that was James Gunn's continued 
transparency. Not in a fucked up way, but he said the old guard at DC fucked up. He said they yeah. let everybody down. They fucked over Henry Cavill. By ha- you're in, you're out, you're in, you're out, you're in. That's bullshit. They let their IP be given to people with good intentions, but no larger plan. There is something so amazing about having this fresh opportunity and letting Marvel properly be hindsight. You know, it's it's you know, you, just you know, Charlie, can, can an I exciting say, time. It, it, when 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 an individual gets into a new romantic relationship, you know what the worst thing that you can do when you're sitting around canoodling, watching a good flick, uh, uh, you know, or catching a movie, just walking hand in hand along the along the river. Don't talk about your ex. So so you know what though, when DC is talking about when they're spitting their plans, the last thing in the world that you necessarily want to be talking about is in Marvel, what I actually think they're doing, which is a really, really healthy thing, whoever DC's therapist is, is really earning their shekel because they're talking about um, trimming the stuff that just doesn't matter anymore. Pennyworth, uh, if you're not familiar, Pennyworth dot dot, Batman's butler, here's what happened. Nobody cares, man. You, you got to be joking me. Pennyworth is off the table. That's already gone. However, um... He's not James Gunn. I'm talking about. He's not one of these cats that is going to say, "Look, if it's not coming from me, it's trash." I know that there are certain things out there that you guys like. Those we're going to let. Uh, we're going to let them run. Teen Titans go. You're fine. Uh, um, Superman and Lois. He said, "You know, you can have another season, maybe two. Wrap up, finish what you're doing. It is not going to affect us." Um, what else? There, there was something else that that. Um, that he mentioned. But regardless, as you had said, look, they have the Elseworlds get out of free jail, uh, get out of jail free card, rather, that they can play whenever it's uh, necessary. Obviously, you've had success with the Matt Reeves stuff. Uh, you've had success with the Joker, the standalone Joker flick. Um, there's no reason to not make those stories. The comic book world does it all the time. They have stories that are concurrent. They have stories that are what if. Elseworlds, whatever the fuck else we can think of to tell you a funny, crazy story that we wouldn't get away with num- uh, otherwise. But Charlie, final thought time. Obviously, you're super excited about the James Gunn uh, announcements. I'm super duper excited. I am not even wearing pants. Thank goodness we have a high camera angle today. But James Gunn put out this single most important question to the masses, which tells me one thing and one thing that's very, very important, he hears us. He's listening to our opinions. He wants to know our heart, just like any good new relationship. You got to know what really gets them going. Uh, and he has put out there the single most important question when you're talking DC. And I think we should put that same question out to the masses, out to the tens of people that hear and watch this show on a weekly basis. Superman. Underwear on the outside or going commando? That's what James Gunn wants to know about. Uh, we want to know the same thing. Guys, kick it to us, throw us, jump into our DMs, slide up in there. Maybe there's plenty of room. Let us know. You want to see soups in the tidy readies or you want to see them out the window like it was prom night? Let us know. Um, but that, that's kind of where, where I'm over Panties. that. Panties. <laughs> um, the, the truth of the matter is this, Charlie. 
only because I don't want my echo to reverberate too badly. If any comic book fan, and I mean any true comic book fan out there, says that it doesn't matter whether Superman's red undies are on the outside or under the tights, they are one thing and one thing only, and that is a liar. They are a liar, just like that George Toy Boy Lucas is a liar, because you know why? You know why, Charlie? Han shot first. Hey, John, know what? I know that. Damn straight, I'm kid. I'm sick. <laughs> Silence. Uh, goes down smooth when it's water. Johnny boy, Johnny boy. Oh, beautiful Johnny boy. For those playing at home, our beautiful, beautiful uh, Twitch, YouTube, and Facebook right now, it is a three-way dance. Uh, they are all saying underpants Pop on it. the outside. Uh, our people get our brand. We get our people. John! Where? There was a time where you truly were the leader of the household. You wow. stood in front of this world and you took the, the, the arrows and deflected the bullets and all that good, good. Literally, John, I, caught a, I caught an arrow in the ear for you people. That's true. But John, <laughs> there comes a time where you, you don't have to go away. You don't have to hang up your tights, but you're certainly not in charge anymore. So the new guard is ready to stand up. And I, of course, am calling John the Justice League because their time is no longer now. It is time for the Titans to step up. <sighs> Teen Titans no more. John, the Titans are taking over. The Titans are taking over, DC. Just in time for new movies and TVs. So, you know, stuff's going to happen. The Justice League went away. Titans held shit down while they were missing. The Justice League came back, and the Trinity said, Yo, dick! And he was like, what's up? They're like, nice butt, first and first mostly. Best ass in the game. Sorry, look it up. Google it. That's not me. It's the internet. They said, dick! No more Justice League. We're going on a hiatus. A permanent hiatus. Wink to the comic book buyers out there. Uh, but we're, it looks like we're probably going to get at least a full year of the Titans holding things down. And me personally, I won't bury the lead. I'm super excited. I think we're at a point where the Justice League is suffering a very bad case of Wolverine disease. Which, like, if you have a character or characters that are in every other story, like Batman is, you don't need him in the Justice League. Superman is doing his thing. He's finally telling some interesting, interesting stories on his own. I don't think you need to bog him down with the Justice League. I think we're at a point right now where you can put a new group up front and hopefully get some additional eyes on them now that they're going to be handling those kind of bigger assignments. We got Cyborg. We got Raven. We got Nightwing. We, uh, you know, uh, Nightwing, former Robin, all, all the time, Dick Grayson. We got Wonder Girl. We got Little Baby Flash. We got, uh, I forget, Beast Boy's actual names. So I'll call him Beast Boy. We have a hell of a lineup. There's royalty. There's magic. There's technology. I think they can hold it down, man. I, I This is the most <coughs> super friends it's felt like in a while. I see this news. I get excited for the potential. What about you, man? What are you thinking? You hear this um, news, you're like... 
Go fuck yourself. Sell your books elsewhere. I need Listen, my Justice League. These little baby bandits, because that's what they are. Um, look, I, I, I'm not. I'm not going to ever, by design, be that guy that says one thing and then shows a different color underneath when I expose my belly. Uh, it takes a lot to get me rolled over and get those little nips pointed up to the sky. Um, I've made it very clear my personal opinion about derivative characters. So if you strip away the titles, <coughs> God bless you, my little buddy. Uh, Thank strip you. Away the, <laughs> strip I away the titles. Good. Strip away the, the, the costumes so you couldn't make a one-for-one one uh, comparison. And I said to you, hey, so we have a super group that is as well-known as the industry itself, and they decide to take a little hiatus, be it permanent or short-term, to be determined. But there is a group right behind them of their juniors, largely, largely not all, but largely their junior versions of the character, and they're ready to step up to the, step up to the, into the limelight uh, and then you'd probably respond to, oh, that's really cool. So this is going to be the first time we're seeing them? No, 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 no. We, we, we've seen them. They've been around for a while. Oh, so this is like the first time that there's going to be a focus on these characters. No, no, not really. There, there's been some some pretty uh, pretty sharp light uh, uh, dropped on them on a regular basis. Oh, okay, okay. So you're saying this is the first time we're seeing them collectively as a team, like working together hand in hand. Uh, no, also, no, they have been really a team almost from day one, and uh, we've gotten multiple iterations of their adventures and misadventures. I would probably sit back and say, huh, what's the fucking point? Charlie, well, that's what I'm going to say to you. <coughs> what is the fucking point of I'm a team of also rans, a team of derivative junior baby versions of the characters that we all know and love, Saying that's my turn. Ooh. Well, I, I avocado toast and save the world. First of all, avocado toast is that's delicious. A, that's, a, that's a death. I really know. I only say that because I eat that shit like on the daily sun. But regardless, Charlie V, it, this is this is desperate. the why. It's death. No, I disagree. I think Dark Crisis when they took away the Justice League, what became yeah. really obvious was that. The Teen Titans, like you mentioned, have been around for a long time. The new Teen Titans is one of the greatest comic book runs of all time. Uh, if you've never read the new Teen Titans, those of you listening or watching, it is absolutely worth uh, a pickup. It is brilliant. It is wonderful. Everything good about uh, everything good about the Teen Titans separately or together in Young Justice in uh teen titans go because some people love that all of that the the most memorable shit comes from the new teen titans run the problem with the teen titans the problem with the titans as they are now because they ain't a fucking team to be found the problem with the titans now is they truly are the also rans not by virtue of being the the sidekicks all grown up by virtue of what the fuck is their purpose if there's a justice league if there is a uh, uh, if there is a number one superhero team made of the Trinity and friends, then there is no fucking purpose for them to roll together. Then they're nothing. Now, if you change their purpose, and Batman's still gonna do Batman shit, 
Wonder Woman's still gonna hold shit down. Themyscira, near and abroad. Uh, Batman's gonna do his shit. You don't need Batman in fucking space. What this does, it gives the Titans renewed purpose. It allows them to be the universe's uh, number one team. And there are stories to tell putting them in the main event. John, this is the equivalent of being a uh, an undercard on, on a pay-per-view and being yeah. the main event. They are now the main event. And it's now, now, not Charlie, a competition. That, 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 all, that all jibes, and it makes perfect sense. But you know what slight uh, variance would make it make a whole lot more sense? And even more to the point, matter more? Would be if there were no other options on the table. Maybe, you know what, they're not ready to step up to the plate and really fight the big boys and girls like the Justice, Justice League had done so very well before them. Uh, if they didn't have the Justice League to step in and say, don't worry, little bubba. Clean your lips, dry your eyes. Uh, Daddy and mommy are here now to save the day. Then you know what? You might have some potentially really interesting stories. But the second that you know, and and forgive me, uh, you know, because I know this is still somewhat of a sore subject for the Graysons. But if you're walking that tightrope, oh no, and there's a net and there's a safety net beneath you. Joker Stream knows all about this then it's just not as engaging, man. I'm sorry. When you had the, the Justice League, when you had them off... Hey, what's up, Stan is here. Um, when you had them off the table, Charlie, you can reference Stan's comment. Um, then it mattered. Because you know what? Whether they were ready or not, the Titans had to step up. Maybe at this point, by the way, can we stop calling them the Teen Titans? That's like They're not. They're just Harry, the Titans. No, I'm talking about you. That's like calling him Harry Potter still. He's, like, ready to retire. He's got a kid in college. He is Harold Potter. Show some goddamn respect. Um, I don't uh, I don't support that series, so no. I don't know who you're talking about. I know Charlie's not a magic user. I, I, I get it. I get it. But look, John. I'm saying this, Charlie. If you had a situation when it, was, when it meant more, it really doesn't mean as much. At this point, it's just the, the senior heroes are saying, you know what? We're tired. My back hurts. I want to go play nine holes in the morning. Uh, you kids do it. It's a, it, To me, it's a little lame. And I you and totally, I both know it's not permanent. I totally disagree. Um, I agree that it's likely not permanent because they're going to want to sell Justice League mugs and shit. Um, what I do think, though, the thing that gets lost with these team books is what is their mission? The Teen Titans, right, and the Titans... We're fundamentally around to fight Slade, it felt like, after a while. Sure. Right? Like, that was their number one bad. Yeah. Like, now like they're uh, in charge. The Smurfs fought Gargamel. The Teen Titans fought fucking uh, Slade Wilson. But now their job is to protect the Earth. And that primarily means things we've never seen before. We've all made fun of Batman in space. Now we'll finally get to make fun of Nightwing in space. This group likely will have to go toe-to-toe -to -toe with Darkseid. This group will have to deal with extraterrestrial threats, not because the, the former Justice League is playing golf. 
their job isn't to daily monitor Earth. Those are news stories. The reason that the Justice League so often pulled in Cyborg is that character, more than many others, is perfectly designed as a character to run information. That is an OG Titan. They're giving Cyborg back, if nothing else, right? He's the only one that's been a member of both for more than a cup of coffee. I think what this is, if done right, and I suspect it will be, this is a graduation ceremony. Let's move these characters out of some of their young adult bullshit, and now they got bigger shit to worry about. Dick Grayson has to be a little bit worried about which member of the Titans or who from the Bat family is considered an unrelated second cousin uh, and try to, you know, make his own Bat family. Winkity wink, just kidding. He always wears a condom, except that one time Harley Quinn took advantage. Cancel Harley Quinn. Um, She's a minx. She's a minx. <coughs> oh, it's the mute up. button in time. Huh. John, my question I'm going to throw out to you, though. Yes. Justice League's off the table. Who else could you promote? Who else would you promote? What are some of your favorite teams out there? We're living in a world now where the Avengers have had a few movies, but we've never really seen the Avengers have like a, a proper... We're all on the same page. I have endured a lot of different versions of the Titans. Some great, some goddamn terrible, some, some somewhere in the middle. What about all these wonderful teams that are Guardians of the Galaxy a couple decades ago level where no one gave a fuck until James Gunn rocketed them into prominence? Um, Justice League versus T, uh, Justice League versus Avengers, something comic book nerds the worldwide have been arguing for years. Suicide Squad, we live in a world where the Suicide Squad has two movies and is now going to get a second TV show. I didn't two see that movies, shit coming. But only one name. They're like, we just don't know what else to, uh, that we can possibly call it. So if you don't mind, Charlie, just so that, uh, yeah. you don't rip up, rip through every single superhero group before I tell you which one is my favorite. Um, I, I always try to think of, like, um, I try to think in terms of mattering most, right? I, I, I'm not a list maker, as we've established very, very clearly here. Um, I have my favorites of something, but my favorite and someone else's favorite could be diametrically opposed. And that's okay, because it's what you like. What you like is your business. What I like is my business. And I only hope that uh, we can both be happy at the same time, that there's enough content out there. Um, but that all that all being said, look, there are a million super groups out there. You know, it's like rock and roll band. You know, you take a drummer from this group, take the lead singer from that group, and uh, you can slap together some team. I mean, someone said my favorite group is the X-Men. Then slap them across the face and throw them uh, into the mutant island and see how, they, how well they do without their – without superpowers. Um, because there have literally been every every mutant that exists in Marvel has been at some point or another part of the X-Men. Even the villains, when Magneto has been an X-Men, there have been too many X-Men. So my, my default is like, okay, well, what group matters? Like, what team of superheroes really matters, whether it's in their adventures, whether it's what they've accomplished on the pages, um, or whether how almost seemingly impossible it is to actively adapt them to the big screen. So that's what I'm going with, man. I'm going to go with 
the first family of Marvel, the Fantastic Four. Now, the Fantastic Four, uh, it's not just Reed and Sue and uh, Johnny Storm and the thing, uh, Ben Grimm, uh, Cousin Paul's absolute favorite. I mean, they've, they've rolled in with uh, special guest appearances. She-Hulk famously was part of the Fantastic Four. Bag headman. Paper bag on his head. Spider-Man, part of the Fantastic Four. Uh, at one point, we had Ghost Rider and Wolverine because Wolverine, by default, has to be part of every single team that there is. And have a, he has must he must have the biggest closet out of any comic book character. Period, because he needs a variation of the stars and bars, the Wolverine claws, uh, for every team that he guest stars in. Um, but yeah, uh, the the super team, small uh, though mighty as they may be. It's got to be Fantastic Four, man. They kicked it off. My poor man Reed is still trying to kick. He's trying to kick Namor off of Sue because he's just holding on to that invisible leg like, you know, like a chicken leg, like the last one in the bucket. But what's your what's your favorite uh, super team? And if you, you think Titans, you slapped. You know, what's amazing is how many we've already seen on the big screen. When I was putting this together and I was thinking of teams that could – Hold a piece of my heart the way the Titans do. I love the Titans because I'm a huge Nightwing fan. And you're a sidekick. Um, and I'm a sidekick. I, I I wear it with pride, right? Better than being Alfred the Butler. Damn you, sir. I'll um, give you that. If we get a superhero team of butlers and, and uh, uh, handmaidens, and like, I, I'm not going to be ready for it, man. Just get I ready vote, for that rant because it'll come. I vote Robbie the Robot gets to be in charge because I feel like he's the Fantastic Four's little bitch. Uh, John, my, my thought, my brain immediately went to the defenders. I love the idea of all this crazy shit going on in, in Marvel's New York. And the defenders are literally like, that guy stole a Snickers bar and Daredevil will beat your face in for robbing his favorite bodega that makes his egg sandwich just the way he wants. A little runny, a little runny, not a lot of runny. God damn it. He can't see no. if it shit hits a suit. That'll um, make a mess. And the fact that we got a whole season of a Defenders show blows yep. my mind. With that being said, it it still left a lot, um, a, a lot to, uh, a lot of uh, to, on the table, both in live action and I think in the comic books. Because much like the Fantastic Four, much like the Titans, both teen and adult, what I love about these groups is the non-superhero problems. I like when there's romantical issues. I like when there's infighting. I like when the leader's called into question. Those are always, always, always going to be my favorite. Which, staying on the Marvel side, another thing I wasn't expecting to see as a team, the fucking Thunderbolts movie has me so excited because I never thought I'd live in a world where the Thunderbolts would be adapted or put into a more prominent space right because we're not just talking about stuff that gets adapted even in terms of the comics the thunderbolts have never been more than kind of third or or fourth tier seeing some of these groups get the spotlight absolutely blows my fucking mind but we're living in a world where we're goddamn uh, uh the runaways had a show for a few seasons it's we, just uh, we don't talk about that <laughs> see it's just you got all choked up you got all choked up we got a couple minutes. We got a couple minutes left, but who's another team yeah. that resonates with you? Well, well, like I said, Charlie, it's 
when you have a super team, and I'm not sure if this is human nature or if this is kind of like ingrained in us as comic book fans, you're you're almost forced even to pick a favorite member. So you might say, yeah, this team is cool, or yeah, but you know who's really, really cool? Uh, I don't know, Rip Claw, right? Because um, Rip Claw, uh, let me backtrack a little bit. So when, when Image kind of first started ruling out, they naturally wanted to grab us young bucks our attention. So while doing something new, they always wanted to throw us something familiar. Oh, you like Wolverine? Uh, how would you like a, a biologically adapted, maybe Native American version of uh, Wolverine, but with fingies that'll rip you up? Um, so always and forever, you're going to have allusions to other characters that you might be familiar with, but almost against your will, you are forced to pick a favorite from that group. And uh, I think when that happens, it ends up weakening the group dynamic because, oh, you know, like, you know, like, where are you going to put a wrinkle poster up on your wall? You know, when, when you know, when he's not, he's not writing uh, any of the, any of the big hits. Um, but yeah, you know, the Beatles broke up. The only one that really cared about it was Ringo. Look at him now. So I, I would say that equality really matters, not just in our social uh, our social existence, but in the team dynamic. Um, I like teams that kind of are saying something. Alpha Flight comes immediately to mind. Oh, you like superheroes? Here's some Canadian superheroes for you. Like, that really matters. What was really neat about Alpha Flight for me was the fact that um, they took, okay, so you have a Canadian team. Okay, so what do you have in, 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 uh, in Canada? Um, they came this close to putting a hockey player out there in full regalia with some Mounties, uh, behind them, but they gave us a Wendigo, right? They gave us a little Canadian Sasquatch. So they, they did stuff that really was appropriate to the story that they were kind of putting together. Why do you need another super group? Oh, because you don't see a lot of uh, a cape and cow uh, foot traffic up in Canada. So now here's somebody else, which I love, man. I, I love stuff like that. It's, it's fantastic. What about you? There's just something about the, I mean, you, you hit a fascinating point, one I didn't even think of, because when you think of a lot of these groups, like you said, there is kind of a, a, a star player. If not, you kind of force one uh, unnecessarily. Something I would love to get a little bit more attention uh, without taking a huge misstep, uh, I, I love the Birds of Prey. I think that is such an interesting offshoot of the Bat yes, family like yeah. without being beholden to Batman whatsoever. Specifically, when I think of the Birds of Prey, I think of that time where Barbara Gordon uh, was in a wheelchair and she was Oracle, kind of running her own crew. I do think that is a... That was her man-in-the-van moment. Like, look, move, exactly. move bitches. I got this and on she, the right. And she did a tremendous, tremendous job. Um, you know, for me, that's always a group that I love seeing kind of in any iteration. I do think that they might have had their best stories to tell uh, when, when Gail Simone was writing them, but we could always bring her back. I'm sure she can do wonders with that team because that team, more than any other, uh, you know, primary Justice League level team or secondary Titans team, or third level Wildcats team. I think the Titans, uh, I think the Birds of Prey fall along no. the line with like Wildcats Gen 13. I, I think they're not 
as remembered as some of these other groups, maybe because of just let time me, spent. Let, let me ask you this. Are you limiting it only to the comic book pages or things that have been uh, like big screen? It could be either. I, yeah, if it's, if it's in the then, comic then, book genre. Then the answer for me is uh, is is very, very simple, bro. It's got to be the mystery men. Oh, the mystery man. Now, truth be told, that is a sequel. That's a legacy sequel that we need right now. And if I do not get a producer's credit on that son of a bitch, I am going to be bitching and moaning like you read about the mystery man part two. Come on, man. What are you doing? I would like it noted on this show and forever that John just booed the idea of the Titans being the primary team in DC Comics, but his favorite overall team is the Mystery Men. Yeah, yeah. The I fact don't see, that Stan Shoveler Jr. running around on the team of the first the of all baby have you, Mystery Men. Have you seen some of Ben Stiller's sequels? There most certainly will be. It'll be a, a non-binary fish called Shoveler Two, you piece all of right. trash. Love, I'm not doing better than that, but I will do Show something some better. I will not be able to outdo the lunacy of your mystery men uh, telling Dane Cook well before the rest of us. You're not welcome here. Get out of here, Waffler. John, Timely. it's time to pay some bills. And do we it. are not like other pods who sell out for any random brand that's willing to pay a couple shekels. No, no. Today we are brought to you by absolutely one of our favorite bands, and that, of course, is Bad Mary. You heard them there in the intro. You're going to hear them again at the end of the show. If you're wondering where else you can catch their act, you can follow them over at Bad Mary Band across all social media platforms. You can support them over at patreon.com forward slash Bad Mary Band. You can stay up to date at badmary.com for merch and upcoming performances. But my absolute favorite part is that if you're in Japan, I'm sorry, rather, if you're in Tokyo... Specifically, they are going on tour. Bad Mary Takes Tokyo 2023. They got dates announced. I couldn't be more excited. What yeah. I'm excited for all of you, though, so is now is the that. best time to catch up with all of their music. And lucky for you, it is available across every music streaming site. Check it out today. After the show, you're going to hear a song at the end. Listen to a bunch more. Help support Bad Mary do that damn thing. Word up. And then you got to ask yourself one thing, Charlie. Where are we dropping? And the answer is with Sergeant Finesse. You can find him currently gaming uh, as a gaming partner on Facebook, on Twitch, on Trovo, on Kick, which is a brand new uh, gaming service. Joker, maybe you probably know about something about that. Uh, multiple streams every day. Outstanding video game content. Supporter streams, co-streams, giveaways, contests. Don't be a sucker. Check him out today when the Sarge is on deck. I uh, salute GG's. Word. Yeah, yeah, yep. Yeah, that's right. That's how it goes. Charlie, look, we've we've given uh we have given DC a lot of tape, um, as it were, so far today. Um, and you know what? Rightfully so. Big things are happening. Loving uh gun being locked and loaded and just 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 shooting for bear. Um but that's not to say that there are not other franchises out there still doing what they do. Something that we've talked about on this show in the past also, I am a big, uh, I'm just a lover of collected editions. Trade paperback. Oh, yeah, you are. 
as it were. Look, man, you, what's one good thing? Fantastic. What's 10 of them? Oh, even better. You'll be in the bathroom all day long. Your legs will have gone to sleep. Your butt cheeks are completely pancaked out, but you still got more reading to do. So you sit there and do it. Um, one of the, re well, not, not necessarily recent, but one of those exact properties that I'm referring to, which has been uh, most recently collected several times over, um, Star Wars Bounty Hunters specifically. Bounty Hunters is one of these series. It first really rolled out. We were kind of like really in the crux of COVID. We're talking about 2021. 20, um, and there were amazing, amazing freaking things happening. Matter of fact, I think the first uh, first one I picked up, the, the, the collected was from from 2020, like March of 2020, where in essence, we were just really, really afraid to step outside. So I said, all right, I'll stay home and I will read comic books uh, till the uh, till the cows come home. And then I'll, I'll check them. And um, if the temperature is fine, I will welcome them in the door because this is a cow-friendly household. Um, Charlie, the only thing better than these expanded adventures of the bounty hunters which at this point we had only really come to know in small doses and almost always they got punked immediately. Like these bounty hunters ain't shit. They couldn't collect a, a lost, a, a cat up in, up in a tree uh, fucking bounty. Um, I'm a badass bounty hunter. Ah, fuck, I'm dead. I give up. I'm just kidding. I'm going to jump into this hole with big teeth. I'll sure be fine. So we, we talked on a, a, a prior episode about how it was. You okay? You okay? <laughs> All right. Um, we talked in a prior uh, prior episode about how how the comics, for me at least, really put the shine back on that Mandalorian armor for for Boba Fett. Boba Fett is a prime example. He was a punk in the movies. The best thing that he ever did was to end up with my man Han Solo in Carbonite, but he wasn't responsible for doing it. That was all Darth Vader. Darth Vader, he set up a nice little dinner table. He's going to sit down. He's going to meet his daughter's boyfriend for the first time. And Han Solo acting like a total maniac. I forgive him. But he acted like a maniac. Just comes in, just blasting away. And Darth is like, whoa, 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 whoa. You know what? In the carbonite. Son of a bitch. But in any case. Vader was just mad because he knew Han was trying to get a crack at that crack. Huh? I mean, and, and a, a, a fair and safe and correct assumption. Uh, oh man, ooh, ooh. Leia in those days, ooh, made a I man out of me, son. Um, but that all being said, it took the comic books to to show Boba as a badass, right? We we carried that that new badass status for Boba until they went ahead and fucked it up again with that new whack ass series, uh, a, a very rare misstep for the new uh, Star Wars tales that are being told on the small screen. But that being said, Charlie, there's another guy. I'm going to use the word guy very loosely here. In that, I want you to cast your mind back, Charlie, to Empire. When 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 Darth Vader's like, you know what? These whack-ass stormtroopers do not know what they're doing. They cannot shoot straight. Fuck them. Let me line up the dopest bounty hunters that I have available to me. And you have Boba. And you have IG... 724, whoever the fuck. Show some respect. You you have your little lineup. Uh, you have your lineup of, of bounty hunters. And there for me, right away, there was one dude 
that really stuck out, man. I was like, I gotta know more about this. Uh, v, he looked like a visitor. He looked like a sleaze lack. He didn't wear no shoes. Like he was just, just, just toe nails, just clack, clack, clacking in my man's face. I'm like, yo, if you are bad enough to walk around barefoot in an imperial vessel wearing yellow, like a straight up 1970s slick Rick, I gotta know what's going on with you. I'm obviously, obviously talking about Bosk. Now, that sentence has never been uttered. I'm yeah, obviously yeah. talking about Bosk. Put it on a t-shirt. Go ahead and get your Christmas list ready for next year because that is going to be a fan favorite, I promise oh, you. Oh, we're showing a 900,000% increase <laughs> in Bosk on our search engine. You're, you're welcome. Once again, George Lucas owes me everything. Um, but yeah, so so I, I was just doing my regular kind of like perusing on the interwebs and uh, full credit over on CBR.com. That's comicbookresource.com. My man, Thomas Pant uh, Panther, who I do not know, he reminded me of this older, uh, of an older issue uh, of Bounty Hunters, the Star Wars comic book being put up by Marvel right now. Now, I, had, I didn't read it as a standalone. I didn't read it until it was uh, collected. Collected nice and neat. All the better for me. Looks better off than the shelf. Uh, so this specifically would have been uh, 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 issue, I think, 11. So it was issue 11. It was actually the last, term, uh, the last uh, story that was told in that third collected edition. Collects 8, 9, 10, and 11. Um, Charlie put new shine on my, on my guy's uh, wrinkly reptile skin. Um, so you learn about Bosk. Bosk shows up for a different kind of like, a, almost like a bounty hunter uh, Olympics in essence. And they're like, oh, yeah, cool, cool, cool. So we're going to gather up. So I want you to kind of like imagine almost a predator scenario. This uh, Bosk species, um, they uh, like almost in a similar vein as the, the Mandalorians kind of like live. Granted, they're, they're fractured down the middle, but. In general, they live by a certain code, right? Our, our boy, Dim, kind of thought, I'm not taking my helmet off. These other ones are, like, using their helmet to collect snacks for, for watching This Is Us. Um, so there are differences with Bosk's people. Again, people I use loosely. There's no distinction. We, this is what we do. The, the, the bounty hunting, matter of fact, more specifically, killing worthy opponents is their religion, Charlie. Their religion, they look at it as the more uh, worthy opponents they can vanquish, literally the closer they're getting to their version of heaven because their God, they refer to as a scorekeeper. Goddamn! And, and it's a she. So I, right off the bat, I'm like, oh, it's a, it's a Canadian songstress. We've all seen it, Kevin. Thank you very much for letting us know. Um, but their... Goddess is the scorekeeper. She's always watching what all these cats, what these, uh, uh, what these uh, wrinkly, kind of like reptilian son of bitches are up to, and she is keeping score. So they want to do it. So he shows up awesome. for this tournament. He's like, I'm gonna rack up the points now. Well, just you wait, just you wait. Um, one might ask, well, what, who, or what is it that they were hunting? It ends up being Bosk, because again. They want to be able to get the most 
worthy opponent. Who's more worthy than Bosk? Bosk is just collecting points right and left. So he finds himself as the prey rather than the predator. Guys, if you have Do it, kill me. A penny from it. Um, go out, read the standalone issue. I think it's available digitally. Or do yourself one better. Get the collected. This one is a third. It collects 8, 9, 10, 11. It will show you why Bosk is, quote unquote, the man. He's he's a dynamite character. But even more, my, my larger point is this, Charlie. Comic books do. They don't have the budgetary restraints that even some of these big budget Star Wars type TV shows have, much less the movies, right? The movies they wanted, they, they want to make it a point. Oh, you like this character? Here's 92 different uh, uh, stories that you're going to see about their whole related family. Um, no, the, the Star Wars has given us undeniably a billion side characters that are just as, if not more, interesting than the ones that we're seeing regurgitated over and over and over again. Uh, and Bosk is just another example of that. He is an awesome character. If not for the comic book tales, we wouldn't really know it. He would be kind of like a, he would be a, um, a, a trivial pursuit Star Wars edition answer. Uh, just like who was the fucking beaked monkey that hung around with Jabba the Hutt? The answer to that is Salacious Crumb, as we all know. Um, but my question to you is this. Clearly we know where I line up on the Bosk team. I am Bosk. Team Bosk all the way. I got yellow underwears on right now. Um, Charlie, who was like a secondary or a, a further down the uh, the trot type character that you were just desperate to know more about? We all have them. We sit there like, oh, you get the action figure. I had a Bosk action figure. Uh, had no idea what his life was like. Had to make some stuff up. Oh, he's fighting with his wife. He drinks maybe a little bit too much. He has some moths for lunch. He got caught in his throat. I had to make all that up. It wasn't until 2020 that I found out the truth. Who was still on your must-know must list? Like, the, the characters are out there. Yeah, the one... I'm, I'm going to keep mine uh, as 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 weird as I possibly can. Uh, I, I love the movie Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. Uh, sure. It led me to the comic, which I loved. I managed to find even more love. I have a weird answer, though. Lucas Lee, the movie star... I would pay <laughs> 20 of dollars. Yes. In any form, let me get some more. Lucas Lee and his stuntmen. Tell me you can't see five issues of Lucas Lee and his boys. Have them either be a prequel to when we see him in Scott. Maybe halfway through he meets Ramona. We get to see some of that relationship. Or have it be after this kid explodes him and one of the stunt doubles. Here's my two cent pitch. If I can't do the prequel, let me do the sequel where one of his stuntmen is just promoted. And let it be that Lucas Lee is more of a title than a person. Lucas Lee is whoever Hollywood's it person is, just becomes Lucas Lee. If you're white with dark hair, guess what? You're now Lucas Lee. Learn how to skateboard. Here's yeah. your leather coat. And be Come ready on. to take a punch. Come on! It basically begs 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 to write itself uh that that's my number i don't know why i do, maybe it's because chris evans did such a remarkable job playing it maybe because i love people in the in the movie industry but i'm all i'm all in on uh 
uh, on Lucas Lee stories. I, I, it's it's easy for people to come out and say more Casey Jones. I wanted someone who was in the. He gets a couple scenes, a couple good lines. He's on a shit ton of movie posters, but I need to know more about about one Lucas Lee man. I'm desperate for it. Desperate got, for it. I I gotta tell you the truth, Charlie. That is uh that's a straight up dynamite answer. A hundred percent was not expecting that, but it's it's a good one. It is a good one. You're welcome. Um, Do you have any other characters that maybe that itch? Bosk. That's that itch has been scratched. What else now, is left in the list? Because I imagine you like you hate lists, but I imagine you have a ton. You just call well, them scrolls because you're pretentious. <laughs> Who's next on your scroll? Scrolls are much easier to store. One might know. One might uh, like to know. Sadly, though, they are also very flammable, uh, which is the reason why we lost the great library of Alexandria. But the, that's the that's neither here nor there. You know who I would absolutely love and. Um, I, I know that you have uh, you take great umbrage with the current trend, uh, and I and I absolutely agree with you. This new trend, God bless you, of redemption arcs. Look, I hate it. The bad guy is the bad guy because they're the bad guy. Let them be bad. Leave them in their space. That's like picking up a snake off the ground. Like you should learn to walk, buddy. He's like, ah, I got no legs. Leave me alone. That being said, the bad guys always very much interest me. It's not necessarily that I'm rooting for them. I do sometimes, but uh, not not exclusively, <laughs> not like not like by by rule. But they're fascinating to me, really more in the sense of like, okay, well, this guy is clearly a jerk. This guy or gal is clearly a jerk. Ergo, the black hat squarely sitting on their head. Um, <coughs> bless you again. Uh, but but you know what though, as entertaining as that is. And as much as I'm going to be rooting for their eventual downfall and almost always get it, I'm still interested in how they became the bad guy. Nobody burst out of their mother as a, as, as a bad black. Well, Charlie, to a certain degree. But most people do not enter into the world already kind of like in that role. Um, so bad guys have always kind of like held a certain space in my little heart um, um, for just like interest. And there is one particular bad guy, Charlie, he's never been redeemed. He's got a perfect, he's got a, a, a he's batting a thousand with bad guy uh, actions. He's the bad guy. He makes no bones about it. But I do know that by the first time we meet him, he is in full, full red glowing bad guy mode. But I know that there are stories to be told before we're introduced to him, and I'm talking about none other than the master, the Shogun of Harlem himself, Shonuff. I want the backstory for Shonuff. Amazing. I might, one might argue the 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 um, unrequited hero of the Last Dragon. Uh, some other people will say. Uh, we'll say that it's Bruce Leroy. Uh, look, he, he got, he got, <laughs> um, granted he won the day. He got his yellow glow on folks. This is another public service announcement. Uh, if you have not seen the last dragon as oh. of yet, uh, Quincy Jones, one and only Kung Fu flick. Um, just do yourself a favor. 
Go see it. Go see it. Go to your go to your TV and stream it because uh, it has been out of theaters in decades. Um, but yeah, it's the story of a young and upcoming uh, kung fu master, uh, just a master of disaster, Bruce Leroy, uh, Leroy Jones, and he's going toe to toe with uh, the the like he, this this guy again. If anyone doesn't know, shame on you. But <laughs> But so imagine, um, oh God, what was his name with the with the big giant hair, the rapper? You know what I'm talking about. Like, uh, Show Enough made this. Uh, was it was it ludicrous? No, I, I can't think of it. It'll it'll come to me at some point, probably two hours after the show ends. Um, you are going to see the style like you have never seen. The Converse just shined up real tight. The, the black and red zebra skin, the fur collar open to the navel. Um, it, just just a dynamite, awesome character. Charlie, sincerely, can you imagine a prequel that shows us how Show Enough gets the red glow, the glow of the master? I mean, I would, I would pay good, hard-earned American currency to see that flick right now. Give it to me, baby. Uh, in that same vein... Of characters so bad that they circle back around to be beloved parts of uh, uh, of both, I think pop culture. But my my little heart, John, in a world where we're getting Creed three, let's take me back to a simpler time. I would love to see the origin story for Clubber Motherfucking Lang. Yes. Show yes. me, show me young, show me all the reasons this motherfucker became such a a, a, a a killer in that ring, right? An absolute monster. Now give me the backstory that when I see Stallone finally fucking get his comeuppance, let me feel bad. And then after that makes a billion dollars, because I love good shit. Maybe you give me what happened after. You kind of planted the seed the other day when you You're were welcome. talking about, like, he just kind of went away. I would also take a follow-up to what happened after Rocky Three. Motherfucker fighting in bars? Because he'd probably be a goddamn killer. He'd become a cage fighter? In my head, maybe he became... He uh, joined the uh, army, and he went with Arnold Schwarzenegger over into the jungle, and he ended up uh, losing it, uh, you know, to uh, the Predator. That's the wrong the actor. Who also ended up being a Russian boxer himself. A lot of people don't know that side story. Interesting. Interesting. Mixing up a, a lot of uh, the further adventures of Clubber Lang type mother suckers. Uh, but no, I think I think for me that would be that would work in any format. You could do that as a as a novella, and I would be tempted to listen to it because yeah, I'm not gonna read or it. a comic book. I would love it as a comic. Comic books are magic. Property, how beautiful! I, I, I don't that. know how how more how much more I can promote it as a medium for telling amazing amazing stories, guys. With Fight Club, for anybody who doesn't know, Fight Club, uh, obviously again a very a tremendously well received movie, uh, rightfully so. Um, but there was still more story to tell. So a man said, "Look, you, you're not going to pay for my flicks. Fuck it." And he just went ahead and made not one but two dope comic books that ended up completing the story for you. I mean, we have seen multiple fucking examples. Nuts. Oh, they're, they're just crazy, which is wonderful. They're uh, crazy, but which yeah, is wonderful. That, 
that is a that is a, a dynamite dynamite uh, take. Look, my final thought, Charlie, on the subject. Obviously, a lot of creators out there have a lot of work to do because we have given them plenty of material. Um, but look, my bo my bottom my final thought is this: Bosk is dope as hell. He deserves to be rocking the yellow when the entire rest of the Star Wars universe is black and white, literally. Um, but you have the opportunity, you have the means, and more than anything else, you now have the time in which to tell these other stories that are out there. They are waiting to be told. We want you to tell them to us. We're here. We're hungry. We've got the disposable income to buy and pay for this shit. So give it to us, baby. Uh, that's that's uh, that's the right thing to do. Uh, they're out there, man. They are out there, Charlie. But we've come to the point of the night where we can just tell the good people how we end each and every episode of U.S. Comics Cast. Charlie, tell them, would you? It's a few simple steps. First, you got to turn the power on. Then you gotta turn that volume up. Then you gotta tune, Bad Mary, and open up the window wide and scream out into the night sky. Scream, Space Girl!